You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And you can email us, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Well, Ulysses, uh, we know it's impossible to win when you score zero runs, and it's pretty much near impossible and very, very difficult to win when you score just one run. And that was the situation yesterday as the Rays lose to the Athletics 2-1 to one at the trot behind a surprisingly good outing on the whole from uh, Pap Pap Grandpa Rich Hill. And it's a shame, isn't it? If you finally get that Ridge Hill start, six innings, 10 strikeouts, I believe it was his 17th time that he's done double-digit strikeouts. I think he ha- there hasn't been an, uh, a pitcher that old with double-digit strikeouts since Randy Johnson did it with the D-backs in 2008. Yeah. So uh, it, there was, this was pretty great to, to see uh, Rich Hill attacking the strike zone and, and, and not being you know, behind the eight ball, like he has been most of the time. But like you said, the offense is to blame here. There is no, you don't have to see anything in the pitching side. The pitching has done its job, at least in, in, in this uh, homestand, but the bats have just gone horribly cold. And Topkin had uh, a piece on this morning. And I know that you, you, you've probably already seen this, but if you can Scorsese a, a soundtrack, it put me a, a, a very uh, thrilling, suspenseful, suspenseful uh, scary uh, music behind these numbers. Look at this. Brendan Lau is 0 for his last 14 and hitting 158. Willie Adamas is on an 0 for 14 skid, hitting 183. Austin Meadows is 0 for his last 10. Uh, Yandy Diaz is 0 for 8. Mike Brasso is 2 for his last 20. Margot, 9 for 42. Joey Wendell, 0 for 9. Yeah. Uh, did you put the, the scary? The, the, how scary is that? Uh, too, too much editing uh, on my part that I'll have to do there. But yes, that was very, very scary. That uh, Nightmares that I'm having. That was like an yeah. M. Night Shyamalan like statistic there. Yeah. Again, Willie Adam is trying to hit everything out of the ballpark. That's unnecessary. Brandon Lau, uh, Austin Meadows swinging at pitches down in a way that they have no business going after as lefties. And yeah, they're in a funk right now, as is pretty much the rest of baseball. I mean, baseball offensively is, is down uh, even more so than in the past. And also credit too. I mean, the Rays definitely, they had opportunities to score and they probably would have scraped a couple more, if not for some great defensive plays by the athletics also give them credit. I mean, Steven Piscotty making that play with two outs, that probably would have been a run there. Tony Kemp robbing Willie Adamas of, of a, of a ball in the gap there. Jed Lowry uh, being in the right spot and making good defensive plays. By the way, 
I, I mentioned those names. Like we, we talk about how the Rays get no love and credit and nobody talks about their players. I mean, you could argue that the athletics are even more so unassuming and like no name underrated guys. Like Google Jed Lowry's career and you're like totally shocked. Steven Piscotti, same thing. Mark Canna, like all these guys that nobody would ever you'd just be like, oh, um, we don't even really think about them, but they're really solid players. And like the, the athletics just keep doing this. Yeah, we know Chapman and Olsen are very good players, but um, outside of that, it's a lot of guys that are just, I mean, they, they still put together good numbers and don't really get recognition. And you don't see like the prospects on the come up getting recognition. Like everybody talks about the race prospects and some other teams prospects, but when the athletics call somebody up, there's never really this hoorah surrounding them. Seemingly they just slide into an anonymity basically. It's, it's the rays of the West coast. And I'm sure that Oakland fans are like, no, 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 no. The rays are the A's of the East coast, but yeah, yeah. nobody talks about them and, and they have a really solid group of players. And it, when the Oakland athletics come to the trop, it's never an easy series. It really isn't. I, I, I can remember that, uh, that game, I believe it was in 2018 when the Rays were up 5-0 in, in, in the ninth. And I think it was Jamie Schultz or somebody else who like mm-hmm. walked three guys in a row. Then Sergio Romo served up uh, Chris Davis Grand Slam and ended 5-4. Like, you know, they're always yes. thrilling games. Johnny Gomes, when he was with the Ace, he had a walk-off against the, the Rays at the Trop. They're always close games. They're always close games. And, and this one was another one. You had your chances, but you also have to get give credit, obviously, to the defense and and, and their pitching. Their pitching also did their job. Yeah. And and Sean Manaya did not appear like the 2019 wild card uh, game. Sean Manaya, he had answers for everything that the race could give him. I think the I think the A's and Sean Manaya were motivated. This has been two years in the making for them. Like we were just thinking about that October 2019 wild card game where we were seemingly embarrassed and uh and you know yandy diaz embarrassed everybody hitting opposite field home runs on the road and everything like that look if on, on the bright side of this game uh was it was less than three hours always like that you know when it's over yes. in, in two hours 51 minutes the other thing too um rainy rosarena of course getting three hits mike zanino getting some action i think we learned something that uh launch angle my butt lifting the ball in the air, my butt, you can hit, it's okay to hit ground balls as long as they're hard hit and you can hit them through the shift or away from the shift. If you have the exit velocity of a Randy or Zanino, of course the the issue comes in when uh, there's a clutch situation and you need to drive those guys in. But again, you don't have to always, Willie Adamas looking at you, sometimes Randy Rosarino looking at you. You don't always have to go for broke and swing for the fences and go for the super uppercut swing. You got to hang her out over the plate, just, you know, level swing and, and stick something out there and get a base hit. Well, wasn't it Austin Meadows? I think it was in the, in the fourth or the eighth. I forget the innings. Um, the, the game went pretty, pretty quick yesterday, but a fastball down the middle for Austin yes. Meadows, a, a, a pitch. He had a, a man in, in scoring position uh, to, to get something going or maybe two. Maybe that was their last one. I think that that one might that, have been the eighth yeah, he, inning, right? He just got underneath it and just popped it out where the Rays really needed a sacrifice fly because yeah. I think they had runners at second and third. I thought they exactly. were really going to score in that situation because yeah. you had so, Meadows and you had Margot. Exactly. That was in the eighth inning, and, and, and you have men on second and third with one out. 
with one out, you, you, I mean, I'm, that's as clear cut as an opportunity as there is. And, and fastball down the middle. And he was, and he was late on it. Uh, again, I don't think Meadows is as bad as 2020, but obviously he's no 2019 right now. Hopefully they can pick it up. But I mean, how many guys are we saying, hopefully he can pick it up? Uh, who, who is in that bucket? Because uh, I can think of Meadows. Hopefully he can pick it up. Brendan Lau, hopefully he can pick it up. Willie Adamas, hopefully he can pick it up. How many guys are in that bucket? It, 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 the, 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 the list is getting a little bit too, too many players are in that bucket, man. More playing time for Yoshi. I think that's what we need. That's, you, you <laughs> hopefully get he guys, can pick it up. Yeah. Hopefully he can say another name. Say another name. I, I don't care. Say any name in the lineup. Uh, uh, it, it, well, you know, <laughs> that's the one guy. <laughs> I gotcha. On and that Wendell, note, you know, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, although Wendell's done a lot of work recently. Like what, what, what did uh, Topkin say? Oh, for nine or something like that. Yeah. That's a lot uh, less glaring than, uh, you know, Brandon Lau's like one for 20 or whatever it may be. I, I get the point that, that Mark Topkin is trying to do in this homestand, but you know, there are two guys that I would take out of that list. Obviously Joey Wendell, because he has been the all-star for the first 20 games. And number two, Mike Brasso, dude, you can't put the guy in the same bucket when he gets a start every three, four days, you can't put him in that bucket. We all know that baseball is a routine sport. So you can't expect the same thing out of a bench guy that gets a spot start here and there to, to, hit 300 all the time. That's not going to happen. Yeah. That's impossible. Especially if you're going in cold and trying to be a pinch hitter and everything like that. Also, what was that? Uh, did you notice that word that Topkin used to describe the Rays porous anemic offense? It was some word I have never heard of. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, some, like, somnambulous. Yeah. Okay. I've, you've heard of that word before because of Spanish. Yeah. Okay. I had never heard of it. I thought like top, you know, we get it. Okay. You're sm- You're the smartest guy in the room. Okay. We, we know you, you like, big, I loved uh, it. Uh, he just I looked up it. synonyms here on, on Google. I get it. You know, okay, it, you could have just said poor, <laughs> porous, anemic, struggling. Look, well, you, you're supposed to write at a, you know, when you're uh, a level. newspaper, right? Yes. Uh, around there. And that was uh, anything, but if you ask me, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I appreciate it. I'm on, I'm on the other side of this. I appreciate, I appreciate when, uh, people write in English words, you know, Oh, building. Well, you can call it an edifice too. It's nice to use edifice. Structure. Let's use edifice. Yeah. Facility. I gotcha. There okay. Go. There. Hey, there's our uh, journalism lesson of the day. Uh, 10, 10 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today rings to be sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. So again, if you're on the hunt for the perfect unique ring, She'll treasure forever. You're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long. So find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at bluenile.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks. 
delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? It just doesn't make any sense at all. So with that, go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Be sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you to the right place. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com. Okay, Ulysses, a couple emails to get through. And again, we welcome all your emails out there, uh, Locked on Rays listeners, lockedonrays at gmail.com. This one from Ty McCann, tough to lose another one-run game. To this point, we are two and three in one-run games, I think. What else is discouraging is it came off of a quality start by Rich Hill and we couldn't get enough runs in. We have all heard he's a slow starter. So do you think this is the point where we can expect better outings from him? Additionally, our pitching, mainly the bullpen, has fared much better against these good offenses as of late. We are still in the bottom half of AL teams in terms of team ERA, but do you think this will turn around soon? I believe it will. Hopefully we can play better complementary baseball in terms of offense. Yeah, the the bullpen has looked a little bit better. If we want to highlight a couple guys that we haven't really talked about, it's because um, I haven't wanted to say these names because I didn't have that much trust in them. But Mm -hmm. I think it's enough time that we can say something uh, about them. Hunter Strickland has been really impressive. Eight and two-thirds innings, 10 strikeouts, opposing average of 210. He's a guy that right now I, I don't I don't have the jitters as a fan when right. I see him on the mound. It, it, so that's comfortable. Lewis Head uh, has looked really good in his three innings of work. Sometimes, uh, you know, the defense has been a little bit shaky. <laughs> there, yeah. But they got the outs last night with that with that throw home. Uh, so, yeah, the bullpen has th- those two pieces. I think we've talked about Kittredge. I think Ryan Thompson has been a solid piece, um, you know, ultimately. But yeah, they have to get better. But we've talked about this. This is a whole different bullpen than than the opening day. So you do expect some people to step up. Right. But it's going to take some time. Uh, Rich Hill, uh, where do you stand on that? Do you think, I mean, was that his best start of the year? Will that be his best start of the year? Or is he going to revert to Mr. Uh, I'll pitch three or four innings and give up four earned runs? Hopefully he doesn't. I think yeah. it was a really nice uh, a way that he, he he used that cutter yesterday. And that curveball was really sweeping yesterday. Yeah. It was really something to see. Uh, it was a, kind of like the Blake Snell curveball where you, as soon as you throw it, 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 it looks like it's going to end up high to a left-handed hitter inside, right. but it ends up being to the back foot of the right-handed hitter. I mean, it just does the whole strike zone. Um, It looked really nice. Hopefully, yeah, this is a a turning point. Hey, he is old. Does he need a little bit more time to to get geared up and and actually start to produce the the value that that you expect? Maybe, maybe. Uh, Hopefully, again, he's in that bucket too. Hopefully, he can pick it up. Right. He he looked good yesterday. He did. You you like that? I mean, consistently with the curveball uh, down and in to the righties, and even using it against lefties, changing the arm angles. I think absolutely continue to use that cutter 
having somewhat yeah. of a third pitch that you can mix in there, I think is very important. The big thing for red chills is like, we, we can't let runners get on at all. Like that, mm-hmm. that's the thing. And help, uh, on a, on a positive note, I mean, Zanino bailed him out a little bit too on throwing the base runner out on third. That could have been yes. a huge moment there. So, and with red chill, we have to remember like, how is he going to be able to hold up for the entirety of the season? Look, I think I, I wouldn't expect him to continue to go, uh, you know, six innings and give up two earned runs, probably somewhere a little, in between, you know, five innings, three earned runs, maybe six innings, four earned runs, which normally right. should be okay. You, you should be able to score enough runs, like something along the lines of what we've seen from Michael Waka thus far. And yeah, as far as the bullpen goes, I mean, thankfully, Pete Fairbanks looks to be coming back sooner rather than later. Uh, Patino, I think they're going to continue to keep him up and maybe utilize him. So that naturally is going to be able to help out Hunter Strickland. I know the Rays have really worked with him on him uh, getting more velocity and, and sharpening that slider, which has worked to his benefit. So I think over time, you know, things will certainly even out there. Uh, you know, as, as Ty noted um, with one run ball games and, and close games and that sort of thing in 2020, the Rays were 14 and five in one run games and in 2019, 23 and 16. So historically, been very very successful but 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 again it goes back to can you hold the if you have a lead you know after you the sixth it? inning can you hold it and that's yes you know maybe until fairbanks and anderson and some others get back that remains to be seen so um the next question this one from our buddy ben rosa out in i assume he's still in la we'll have to see with that Hi, ben. Um, hello ben long time no here uh although he's he's we see him on twitter on occasion uh he says hey guys not sure if you covered this in recent episodes but have a question say hypothetically the Rays offensive slumber continues mainly our marquee players like Brandon Lau and Austin Meadows. And we're in third, fourth place in the standings within our division. And it's after the all-star break. Should we trade or go after Scherzer or sluggers cash is seemingly doing his best to try and get our offense going and has not started Yoshi as of late. Good thing he says, but nothing is working. Our offense has remained ice cold what are your thoughts theories uh keep up the amazing work stay safe p.s don't bring up trading my boy kiermeyer he will retire a ray he better ben rosa uh always good to hear from from ben and callie um look i think we have to go back to what neander said in 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 spring training and, and a little bit before that transition year Yes. that means no big boppers coming through the doors on july 31st no big arm is coming July 31st. If the Rays are third or fourth in the division come all-star break, first of all, something has gone terribly wrong. And uh, number yeah. two, then, then, you, that, then that's it. Then you start playing with house money, and then you do give Honeywell more innings, and you start to give more, more uh, time to Patino and, and McClanahan and Fleming. And on the contrary, I think you could see some guys maybe being shipped off. Um, to be yeah. a Joey Wendell, maybe whoever has value will be traded if the, the Rays are struggling in midseason. I don't think if the Rays are struggling, then they would make a push uh, for a, a big anything. Look, you can call me a a, a glass half empty. I, I'm, I'm okay with that moniker because, in my opinion, uh, Tommy Pham is the biggest name that the Rays ever got in the trade deadline and probably will ever get. Uh, I don't see the Rays. Ever really, I I don't see it uh, them coming with, with a big bopper or a guy like Scherzer. It, it it just does not fit 
the model for the race, unfortunately. I think if yeah. this team were leading the division or maybe fighting for it come July, uh, you know, trade deadline, imagine having a, a Scherzer at the top with, with Glass now and, and, and all the young arms. I mean, that team would be unstoppable, but I, don't, I just don't see that happening. I agree. And I think the time to do that, the time to go after a Scherzer or Sluggers or a marquee name, that would have been last year when you were a legitimate World Series contender or maybe right. even 2019. But we have acknowledged like this is the year to let the kids play, let the prospects work out the kinks and try to mm-hmm. develop. And I think it makes absolutely no sense, especially if the Rays are in third or fourth, even if they're in first. Like I, I wouldn't, I'm not of the mindset that you go out and trade Vidal Brujan or Shane McClanahan or Xavier Edwards or somebody to go after to get a rental. I, I just don't, you, you've already made it this far with these guys and their development. And, you know, maybe I, I, I see, if anything, I see them unleashing payroll. Sorry, Kevin Kiermaier. Sorry, Yoshi Satsugo. If anybody will take you, they, they, the Rays would probably have to eat some salary there. But, um, and, and I don't know if I'd want to see that. I, I, I want to see Vidal Brujan in a Rays uniform. I, yeah. I want to see Shane McClanahan and Brendan McKay in a raise uniform. So I, I don't honestly think that's going to happen. I think, especially if the Rays are in third or fourth place, you just ride it out depending yeah, on how you, close you it is. Maybe you make games. some small minor moves. Maybe it's, you know, one of those things where, you know, maybe it is a Nick Anderson type deal where you give up one of your prospects that you really don't see a future for maybe Kevin Padlow or somebody of that ilk. But uh, you know, I just don't, I don't see that in the cards of, of trying to go after that. I'd much rather say if, if you're, going to be in line for a 500 season and, and don't really are, and are on the outside of the playoffs looking in, then that is the time to call up some of these guys. Hey, let, let's give Wander a shot and, and go from there or, or trade some of those guys to open up those spots for those prospects if they're ready. And let's, I a hundred percent agree with let the kids play and, and I want to keep the kids. The problem is the race have too many kids though, Kevin. Yeah. So, uh, especially in the middle infield. So guys like Mike Bross or Joey Wendell mean either they're shipped off or then Vidal is shipped off. I would rather keep it all. I know I love Joey Wendell and, and Mike Brasso, but like, it's just a numbers game. You can't have yeah. 10 middle infielders. Uh, you, you can't. So, a Kevin Padlow could be shipped off and, and a couple other pieces, but yeah, no, no, no big thing is going to happen. Uh, this, this trade deadline, I, I, especially something like Scherzer or going after big boppers and mm, that's not happening. It's a transition year. So the transition means yeah. you're going to see the, the acquisitions that are going to happen are coming from the alternate side or from the triple a uh, Durham Bulls. Yeah. That's it. Look, if, if it was a situation where the Rays had held on to Blake Snell and Charlie Morton, then absolutely. Then we knew that and know that the Rays would be serious about this thing. But they've acknowledged right. that this is, this is the no pressure. This is the fun year. This is the try thing out year. And we have to yes. realize that and, and see what happens from that as well. Uh, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at bet online. And this week has tons of sports action on the well, uh, as well on the go as the NFL draft is on and the Kentucky Derby is back as the first leg of the triple crown begins this weekend. Get all of the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonus, 
and contest information. Uh, so again, head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and also receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at Bet Online. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts, and that promo code is locked on L O C K E D O N. Again, L O C K E D O N. Kevin, I need to uh, surprise you with something. You are a brain tank. I, I love doing this show with you because you do have so many good ideas. And, and mm. I just know that this is going to lead to big things. The Pioneer League has listened to the, the Locked on Race podcast and has taken an idea from you. I'm going to read the, 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 the memo here. The Pioneer on, can League I has guess? announced. Can I guess what yes. it is? Sure. Mercy rule, right? Mercy rule or seven inning games. Close. It's one of those two. Close. Instead of extra innings, there will be a home run derby to settle ties. Each team can use a designated pinch hitter and a designated pinch runner. Look at that. Look at Kevin. Love it. Let's give a hand to Kevin Weiss, everybody. Come on. They owe me some royalties or something. They owe me some compensation (laughs) for this idea. They've obviously been listening to the podcast. Now they need to incorporate the mercy rule in seven inning games. And we might be going somewhere. I don't know how many games are played in the pioneer league. I'm not even sure if I know where or what the pioneer <laughs> league is. I assume it's an independent league. Um, but also short, you know, cut your games in half, you know, or, or cut yeah. them by a third. If you've got a 120 go. game season, make it a 90 game season, something along those lines. Easy, I Kevin. Love it. Don't, don't get I'll, cocky. Don't get cocky, yeah. buddy. Come on. Easy. Well, now with this rule, I am absolutely <laughs> going to check out a Pioneer League game. They're, they're yeah. going to be, it, it's, this is going to be a social media boondoggle. Like we are going to see highlight where we we're going to learn more and hear more about the Pioneer League than ever before. So good on them. Imagine in, in the major leagues, people, uh, Otani against, you know, Betts or uh, Acuna versus Soto, Tatis versus Bellinger, uh, Xander Bogarts against Lindor. Like, right. This is pretty cool. Uh, not quite Shohei Otani versus Mookie Betts, but uh, still should be an interesting pitching matchup. Frankie Montas versus Michael Waka. Uh, Ulysses, I'm going to be honest. I am concerned about this game because. I look at, and look, Michael Walker has done a solid job for the Rays so far. I think probably uh, at least met or exceeded expectations to this point based on some of the negativity uh, based on his signing. But uh, the Athletics are a power-hitting team. They are second in the American League in home runs. They're also third in the AL in triples. And Michael Walker, we know, is very susceptible to the long ball. In fact, I saw a stat where his average exit velocity Yep. given up this year is 95.1 miles per hour. In fact, if you go to his baseball savant page, like the, the barrel rate, the, the exit velocity, the hard hit percentage, it's all in the blue. It's all, and, and the blue is not good. The red is good. Yeah. The blue is not good. And it's like, Oh boy, how is he getting away with what he's getting away? So I'm a little bit concerned that this could turn into speaking of home run derby, uh, yeah. you know, Chapman turns into one. Uh, Matt Olson turns Olson. into one. Loriano, I'm a little bit concerned here. I'm going to be honest. Uh, yeah, and 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 also let, let let's look at what Waka has been doing in the last two. This would be his third good start in a row if he's successful. 
uh, that would be huge. You know, six innings of, sh- of shutout baseball against against the Yankees and five and two thirds of three run ball against Kansas City. You'll take that any day. Yes. Well, now it's Oakland. So can, does he have a third in a row? That would be f- fantastic. But we have talked about how if you're Waka and you're a 4.40 ERA guy, 4.5 ERA guy, you know, there's, there comes a time where you, you're going to do the the four innings, four runs uh, outing and, and hopefully this one's not it, but yeah, I'm also, um, concerned, but I'm also concerned because of another thing, uh, Frankie Montas, the righty, um, the Rays are hitting a hundred, uh, in OPS less against righties this season. So they're Mm. struggling against righties more than they do lefties. And, um, you know, how's the lineup going to fare with all these lefties that are struggling, the Meadows and the, and the, and the Laos of the world. Um, are are we going to see Kevin Kiermaier or Brett Phillips? Who knows? But uh, it's uh, maybe you do want to have uh, that crazy outfield of Margot and and Kiermaier and Phillips just to get them some running action and save uh, Waka's butt a little. But it, it, yeah, I'm not too excited about this game either. Yeah, get him some reps. Get especially get Kiermaier some reps. At one point, he was on a seven game hitting streak, and again, he's one of those guys who's changed, altered his approach a little bit more. Where again. Kiermaier, realize you're not a power hitter. Not everything has to be a home run. We know you want to celebrate and and want to do the bat flip and and personate uh, Fernando Tatis, but uh, a single the other way is is just as good for you and, and try to steal second and go from there. Um, also, you know the other thing you should be concerned about, Ulysses, is your fantasy team. Uh, you are in dead last in the Montreal division, and uh, may I say, uh, registered a butt whooping to Jason D- uh, Decker of. Uh, his team name is Clearwater something. I should note that uh, I uh, strongly defeated Matt Germain. I know Matt Germain's the numbers guy. He's got, you know, he's all into Xwoba and all these deep analytical things, but not good enough to beat me as I downed <sighs> him 22 to 13. And I'm firmly in second place in the St. Petersburg division behind Mason McVeigh, who has some, uh, shall we say, controversial trade tactics. Uh, and then oh, Montreal he? division. Yeah. Dustin Payne is leading that. But again, Ulysses, you are dead last in uh, that division. You, you might be dead last yeah, in the I, entire league. I'm not sure. I've not checked that. I didn't want to totally embarrass well, you there, but you've got some work to do on. The, no, the no, not, not at all. Not at all. I'm actually not last. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, in the Montreal division. Yeah, no, you are right. Yeah. Yeah. Not I'm, dead I'm last. last in the Montreal, but not okay. dead last in the whole league. But yeah, man, it, it's been an awful, awful fantasy for me. I, I just, I haven't kept up with it. So like a lot of guys that are on my bench, like sometimes they get starts and, and, and I'm, and I'm missing out on home runs and all that, but man, I got I know that I've, I've not done my part, but I will throw out an excuse here. Too many categories, bud. there are too many. This is stupid. It's kind of, it, it's, you can't in the pitching side, for example, there are, strikeouts and then k's like what is the difference between both you of mean those strikeouts per nine in strikeouts no, no, no. it says so and then k like what that doesn't make any I don't sense know if i see that category well just build a better roster build a better team build guys <sighs> who strike guys out uh dustin Payne and mason mcveigh and myself seem to be doing just fine look it takes awesome. more than fernando tatis on your roster to get things done so you have a lot of work to do you're making excuses over here like the rockies gm i don't know yeah. what to do with you here I, I I feel like I'm performing like the Rockies GM. Uh, I'm yeah. sleeping in on the job. You might have to resign. Yeah. You might have to like hand off your team to somebody else. Yeah, that might be maybe maybe. You, you might have pick to up a, relent a, control. 
<laughs> Can somebody you know. sculpt a winner out of, out of my roster? And I think I have good players, but man, it's really not working out for me right now. Look again, it takes more than good players. You got to build a team. You got to, it's well, a, this is actually know. more than fantasy baseball. This is like, you actually really have to think about this thing because there are some 40 categories to yeah. pour over. It's intense. It's intense. Um, but yeah, now hopefully I get better, but uh, I just want to close with this little thing. I talked to Jason Burke from locked on ACE, as you know, uh-huh. um, he was telling me how Frankie Montas, you know, has been kind of struggling this season. You can, you can see his, his numbers on, uh, on 2021 haven't been that great. He might be demoted next week when fires comes in. All right. Into the rotation. Cause they're not doing the six man rotation. They might do tandem. So, you know, having said that, this is a start where you can look at Frankie Montes and, and, and ask, is this added pressure for him to, to perform well, or is it added motivation for the righty to, to keep uh, maybe his spot on the rotation? So I think this, this could be something to keep in mind with, with Montes on the mound. Uh, there could be some pressure here for Frankie. Good point and uh, good good tip there by Jason Burke. All right, we'll we'll find out tonight. Uh, that wraps up this edition of the Locked On Rays podcast. Remember to check out Locked On's NFL draft coverage and check out the Locked On Today podcast as well. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>